Good morning, afternoon, evening, and good night. It's the Editor-in-Chief Podcast. I'm Editor-in-Chief of the Amherst Wire, Jonathan Kerma. And with me today, representing the uh, UMass uh, MassPerg chapter, is Caitlin Mitchell, the uh, 100% Renewable Energy Campaign Coordinator. How are you doing today, Caitlin? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so I guess to kind of get started, would you want to kind of tell us what MassPerg is? I understand that you guys are fighting for uh, renewable energy across uh, America, correct? Yeah, across, yes. Um, so MassPerg stands for Massachusetts Public Interest Research Group. Um, and we are a student-run, student-funded advocacy group here on campus, but we have 13 other chapters um, across the state. Um, we are a national organization like the Student Pergs, but in MassPerg, um, we are we work on like uh, around around five issues. Uh, one renewable renewable energy is our lead campaign for this year, mm-hmm. um, but we also run other issues like save the bees, zero waste, um, affordable to college slash textbooks, and um, democracy for the people. Um, okay, yeah. And do you guys have like a hard goal set? Like when you guys feel like you you guys have achieved everything, is there like a final s- stage for that? If that makes sense. Yeah. So um, I think. So our main goal for uh, this year is to pass the uh, Decker-Garberly 100% Renewable Energy Act, um, which will, if passed, will make uh, Massachusetts um, one of the, um, I think one of six states committed to 100% renewable energy, and this will commit our entire uh, state to 100% by 2045. Okay, and what are you guys doing to, to reach that goal? Well, um, to pass the bill, right now the bill is in uh, the Telecommunications, Utilities, and Energy Committee. Um, so our main goal is to get it out of committee. So fe- in, in February 5th was the deadline to get it out of committee. And um, it was either they were going to uh, study the bill, which means kill it, um, or they were going to... Uh, or they were going to pat um, get it out of committee. And what okay. they actually ended, ended up doing was extending the bill. Um, and a lot of that work was thanks to efforts from students because we worked really hard to mobilize students by calling their, having them call their rep- uh, their state representatives and just talk to them about the Decagar really act and they s- explain that this was a issue that was really important to them. So now the state reps in Mass definitely want to discuss it more to see if it's something that Massachusetts could actually take on. And did they give a, a deadline on that extension? Um. Uh, yeah, so we... It could be any day now. Okay. Um, but... We, the the main deadline is June, is like the end of June. Okay. And do you guys have any events or anything like that that you guys host um, to aid in reaching your goal of getting that uh, passed? Yes. So we do small events um, uh, leading up to a, a big scale event in April. So right now we've been doing um, business canvassing um, where we just go to the local businesses around Amherst and other cities and towns and get them to endorse um, our, the bill and actually say that they, they support renewable energy and put these amazing signs that we've designed in their windows. Um, and we also uh, do like petition tables and we do outreach and we also go down to the state house around once a month and we lobby um, we lobby our state officials and uh, just uh, discuss the bill and also express why as their constituents we believe that um, they should uh, support it and advocate this um, on our behalf. Um, but we... So uh, April 9th is the 100th day of the year. Um, mm-hmm. So we have an idea of since, you know, 100 for 100%. Um, we are hosting a rally in Boston Common um, on April 9th, which I believe is a Thursday. Uh, we are partnering with um, our climate and various other local uh, climate advocacy groups um, in Boston. 
and we are rallying for 100% renewable energy for the bill. And it's going to be a really great day of um, just uh, showing our support. Awesome. And um, what local restaurants and businesses have you gotten support from so far? Um, so we've gotten, not in, not in Amherst, we've gotten a, a lot in Berkshire, in the Berkshires and in um, Central Mass and also in the Boston area. Today, actually, it's, is where we are, um, we are starting our business canvassing um, at 4 o'clock p.m., so you, if you're in the Amherst area today, you'll probably see some Mass Perk students walking around. Mm-hmm. Well, th- I will admit this is going to come out Thursday. We're recording on Wednesday. Well, or, <laughs> yeah, so they, they might have seen it yesterday. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and I guess we'll kind of talk about UMass. Um, sure. Uh, so how do you feel about UMass's efforts when it comes to renewable energy? Uh, what could the administration be doing better and what are they already doing well? Oh, well, um, that's actually really funny because I just left a meeting with uh, the uh, uh, Steve Goodwin, who is um, the uh, the vice, uh, the deputy chancellor. Um, and uh, we were discussing uh, student engagement on like resiliency, renewable energy and just climate related issues. And um, so right now I sit on the, car- the chancellor's carbon mitigation task force as a student representative for Mass Perk students. Um, and their main, our main goal for um, that task force is to, we conducted a study and wrote a proposal for mass, um, UMass uh, transitioning to 100% renewable energy. Um, and that is on the chancellor's behalf. So there is um, a commitment, uh, well, not a commitment, but there is a, um, there are, we, we have this, he created, he helped fund this task force to, uh, and we've hired consultants to see whether uh, 100% is possible and feasible, which it is. Um, and now we are just um, seeing what it would take for this campus. And so it's such a large campus with so much new infrastructure. What it would take for us to get to 100%. Okay, awesome. I'm glad that you feel like you're getting support on campus. Um, and I guess we'll take it to a bigger scale now. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about uh, the U.S. government's efforts when it comes to renewable energy right now before you know the bill that you guys are looking to get passed is passed? Um, how do you feel about the efforts currently? Um, I think right now it seems like a very like the federal government has no real stance on this. I think that there are. I mean, I know the the Green New Deal was introduced in Congress, um, and that was not was not uh, passed or was not like some was not given as much support as some people were saying that it wasn't as uh, comprehensive as it should have been, and it was very vague, which is fair points. Um, but I think right now. Um, when it when you think about renewable energy, this is seems like a state. People think it's a state issue, um, which while I do think that the movement has been going fast. I mean, Hawaii was the first state to do it in twenty fifteen, and now but now it's twenty twenty, and we we're still waiting on Massachusetts um, in the, to be the sixth state. And I think that um, we can't wait another <laughs> twenty years for all fifty states to get on board. Right. So I think that um, there needs to be more accountability for the federal government to um, create proposals for each, requiring each state to uh, write their own proposals for renewable energy. And what do you have to say to someone that asked the question of why is renewable energy so important? Um, there are so many <laughs> reasons, but I think that when I think, especially in Massachusetts, I think about. Uh, the Merrimack Valley, and I don't know, and when they, the gas explosions in 2018, um, and how uh, 30,000 people were, uh, 30,000 homes were uh, evacuated, and people were displaced for uh, months. Some people were without electricity for um, for months and had to live in, um, couldn't couldn't go to their homes for that long of time. That is just 
a large part of our dependence on dirty energy. Fossil fuels are a thing of the past, something that we know is dangerous, know that leads to um, one of the leading causes of climate change. Um, and the fact that we have these alternative energy sources and we are not um, utilizing them when we know that fossil fuels are a thing of the past, um, I think is I think is wrong. And I think that um, people are realizing that um, that as we move on and as we realize that we need to really discuss the issue of climate change and the and environmental justice, that the one aspect of that and the one solution for that is to transition to renewable energy. Mm, right. And uh, for a student um, on the small scale looking to do their part in, in aiding in, in uh, finding renewable energy, uh, 100% renewable energy, how can they do their part on a small scale? Well, I think on a campus for a UMass student, I will say, one, um, think about your hometown um, and see if your representative is even has supported, sponsored the um, Decker Decker Garbley 100% Renewable Energy Act, what are their stance on that? And if they have not co-sponsored it, if they have not sponsored it, then urge them to do so. Um, I think that if you are from out of state, see what your local government has been doing regarding, and your local communities have been doing to pass renewable um, energy um, legislation. I think that um, here in Amherst, for is a really good example, uh, they passed a 100% resolution in 20. 16 um and yeah that that's great and res the resolutions are amazing in a lot of states and mass, mass perk was one of the drivers for a lot of these resolutions however um i think and also a lot of umass students were but i think that there's you need to hold them accountable and that steps by getting on committees and joining them and actually figuring out what the path for your community would be to right. go 100 percent. right and for students looking to get involved with MassPerg, uh, where where should they contact uh, you guys, or where should they? Where are you guys meeting? Stuff like that. Where can they go? So our office is in Bartlett, three seventeen A, right next to the SGA. Um, we meet every Monday in Bartlett sixty one at six p.m. We have our large core meeting. If you're interested in renewable energy specifically, we have meetings in Bartlett two nineteen um, every Thursday at six p.m. Um, but I would also look us up on you, you, Mass Per UMass chapter on Facebook. Uh, uh, we have our Instagram, Twitter. Just look up Mass Per UMass, um, and we usually have info there. But definitely those avenues. Also, if you see us, we'll call you'll probably see us in the dining hall. We're usually there um, asking people to sign a petition or register to vote. So, All right. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Um, and for our listeners, Next week's spring break, so I don't know if I'll be on the mic then, but possibly in two weeks, depending on the whole situation of if we're coming back. But thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Peace.